Welcome to the Vegas Voice Podcast Network. The Vegas Voice, the voice for your health, wealth, and good times, and Nevada's most powerful senior media resource. I'm John the Announcer, and happy to introduce the various Vegas Voice segments and interviews that you can also find in our magazine, on our websites, and YouTube channel. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to the Vegas Voice. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Vegas Voice Podcast Network. This is a Hollywood memory segment, and I am very lucky to be joined not just by the other woman in my life, Beverly Washburn, but Sharon Baird, who is one of the original Musketeers, and that's your best friend for years and years, correct? Only 66 years. We did a pot. Sharon, by the way, welcome. Well, thank you. Now there's another woman in your life. There is, yes, there is. And, <laughs> and women. So, many, so many women so little oh, time. No. And it just shows you how lucky I am that I have both of you at the same time. <laughs> uh, you know what? I mean, you have remarkable careers. We discussed it at length. Uh, we also did a, a podcast on being friends because, again, mm-hmm. as you said, mm-hmm. friends for a long time. Right. I want to do something a little bit different. And both of you have this in common. Talk about the weirdest role you ever did on camera. And I think, let's start with your guest, Sharon, if you don't mind, of Beverly. Of course. Talk about, with all the stuff that you've done, Sharon, the weirdest thing you've ever done. Wow. Two of them come to mind, actually. Um, I played half of Eeyore on uh, Welcome to Pooh Corner. And I was the back half. <clears throat> with my very dear friend Frank Groby, who's no longer with us, um, I would was bent over and would have to dance bent over <laughs> while working the controls with my hand so his eyes would move and his mouth would move. Um, so Frank and I had a great time <laughs> working together how, how to dance and move around. So that was kind of weird. But I think the weirdest one was when I played Rat Boy. Uh, all my Mouseketeer days <laughs> yeah. gave me good training, I guess, to go from a <laughs> mouse to a rat. Yeah. And, and, and talk a little bit about the movie itself. Again, I, I, as we mentioned, or my son mentioned in the Hollywood Memories segment that he did with you, mm-hmm. uh, it, it wasn't a blockbuster movie, but it, it is really considered a cult uh, classic now. Yeah, isn't that funny? Years and years later, uh, people are going, wow, you were Rap Boy? I didn't even know they knew what Rap Boy was. Right. Oh, yeah. Uh, they have a huge fan following. Well, speak about fan following. Yes. The Let, let, me, let me toss it over to Beverly. Okay. You did another cult classic that when I, when I saw it for the first time, I saw you acting in it. It really scared me, and to this day, when we sit down, I will not give you a fork because God only knows <laughs> what you can do with it. Talk yeah. a little bit about Spider Baby. Spider Baby, yeah. Well, that is kind of a strange little movie. But getting back to Sharon, not yeah. only did she do Rat Boy, and you know, play the butt end of the, <laughs> but she did all these shows for Sid and Marty Croft, and some of the characters just just to hear who she played, it makes me laugh. She was Big Daddy. Oh, you were, yeah. <laughs> Type casting. <laughs> and name some of the other ones that are just hilarious. Funky Rat. Funky Rat. Stupid Bat. <laughs> <laughs> Raunchy Rabbit. 
Yeah, she had she played so many of the little characters. People would watch the children's shows, and she would be in full costume. And they didn't know it was her at the time because people remember her mostly from the Mickey Mouse no, Club and, sure. of course, now Rap Boy. Plus, she danced with Donald O'Connor. She danced with Dean Martin. She was in <laughs> Bloodhouse. This Bloodhouse. my agent. I can, I, I can <laughs> well, see that. My, we've been friends for, as I said, 66 years. She was doing the Mickey Mouse Club when I was filming Old Yeller. So as a minor, you have to have three hours of schooling each day. So we had school together in the big red trailer on the lot of Disney Studios. Mm-hmm. And just from... The minute we ever met, we just clicked and got along, and we've been blessed to be friends all of these years. Well, you know, and let me change something up. At the time you were were the original Musketeer, you were in Old Mm Jailer. You're talking Mm -hmm. about two iconic TV shows or movie and TV in which every baby boomer in the country, if not the world, remembers something along those lines. And yet you were just... Regular kids, or did you look at each other and say, you know, you're really no good. I should be taking your part. No, no never. we never, no, we never. never competed against each. We all, even over the years. I mean, we've never been in competition. We always love and support each other. Exactly. Oh, I, I was a maid of honor at her wedding. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, and I'm sure we'll discuss the other parts once we get off this podcast. <laughs> but there, there was never. Among, let's say, the, at that time, I wouldn't say ladies, you were kids, you were little girls. Uh-huh. Any jealousy about the two of you or about mm. anybody else? And no. Again, no. I mean, Sharon, I mean, you knew Uncle Walt, um, yes. Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. And did you ever go to Uncle Walt and say, listen, Annette Funicello, she's no good. Let me take over her role and let me do all this. Uh, Was it e- anything mm, like that? She never would have done that. Wait, never. wait, wait. No, no, don't, talk, don't talk for her, Annette. Let me hear her side of the story. Go ahead, Sherry. No, never. Annette was the most um, gentle, gracious, um, she was. prettier on the inside than she was on the outside, you know. When she got <coughs> MS and was telling me about it, she didn't say, why me? She said, why not me? Mm-hmm. You know, she just, she was so real and genuine and lovely. She was. She, and Beverly, you did old yellow, you, you did these movies. I mean, I'm fascinated still by Spider, Spider Baby, <laughs> only because I mean I know you as this sweet, loving, wonderful person. Aww. All right, no, 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 no. I, and you've been with the Vegas Voice for years, and then I see you with a pitchfork. With a pitchfork, <laughs> and uh-huh. the way you used it, it was like I'm sure you've done this once before. <laughs> and oh, many times. Many times. <laughs> hey, here's a question, Sharon. Yes, you've done many roles. Beverly, I'm going to save you for last on this one. Whenever a director said, okay, here's what you're going to do. We're going to do this part. You're going to go here, go there, say this, say that. Did you ever tell the director, this is the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life and I'm not doing it? No, absolutely (laughs) not, because that's my job, you know? Um, And it's fun to create what they are trying to uh, present to you on the outside, you know? And you you didn't sense, and I can do this a better way if you let me do it this way or that way, or you just followed what well, the director well, said. A lot of times they don't tell you exactly what you have to do. You get to do your own interpretation of <clears throat> what they're looking for. Now you're right. going to go over here and then do this and that. <clears throat> and then when you do it at a rehearsal, they might say well, a little more strength over here, not so loud and soften this, 
but they pretty much let you do your own. Your own thing? And, and again, uh-huh. you didn't have a problem. How about yourself, uh-uh. Beverly? I know I can see you going along with whatever the director says, <laughs> as long as you don't you know, do anything illegal. Well, I think it also has something to do with the way Sharon and I were raised mm-hmm. and um, to respect our elders, so to speak. And, you know, everybody has a job to do on a set, and a director's job is to direct you. And so we just always kind of did what we were told because they have a vision of what they're looking for. And uh, so, no, I mean, I was quite, ble- we both were, but I was directed by Cecil B. DeMille and right. by Frank Capra and George Stevens. But as I've said before, I was too young to even mm-hmm. know who they were, and I didn't appreciate it at the time because to me they were just nice men telling me what to do. But uh, it was not until I became an adult that I realized, you know, Wow, I was directed by yeah. Cecil, mm-hmm. you by know, legends. and so I feel quite blessed. But no, not in a million years would Sharon or I ever tell a director no. We kind of went mm-hmm. with the flow and did what right. they asked. Well, speaking of going with the flow, let me ask you this question: When you did Rat Boy, the makeup took a long time mm-hmm. to put on and take off. You had the same thing, I believe, with Star Trek. Star Trek, right? What's it like sitting there? For example, when you did Rat Boy, how long did makeup take? Three hours. And for those three hours, you just sat there? Yes. Yes. I mean, what else did you do except sit well, there? Did well, you- the makeup man would talk and tell jokes and what he did and uh, the new girlfriend that he had. You know, you get to know them really well. And you just had to sit there? Yes. Beverly, I mean, when you did Star Trek, talk about that well, makeup. Yeah, well, that took four hours. About the same amount of time as it takes me now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and then two hours to take it off. But when I went to read for that role, the first question they asked me is if I was claustrophobic. And at the time, I was in my 20s when I did Star Trek, I, I recall just thinking, now that's an odd question, but I had no idea why they asked me that. But I said, no, I wasn't claustrophobic. And so that got me to the next step, which was to read for the role. And the reason they asked me that is because they had to make a plaster cast out of my, you know, to put on my face, and I had to breathe through a straw till it dried, and then they made a rubber mask, and then they put the makeup over that, and the, you know, the wig and the whole thing. And so it was tedious, and plus back then... You know, they've come a long way now, but back then they used spirit gum to put it on. So it took two hours to take it off, and it hurt because they would have to peel it off, like, a little bit at a time. Sharon, you were there, too? But I, I, yes. I guess my question is, oh, yes. did, you know, if you ever had to go to the bathroom while you're doing this or go to the ladies' room? Oh, you're or, out of luck. You're out of luck. <laughs> I mean, I mean, or, or if, God forbid, you should sneeze or cough, would that change everything? <laughs> I didn't get to eat when I did Rat Boy because I had that mechanism in my mouth. So once it went on, I could sort of sip off the side of a straw, maybe of a little bit of pea soup or something, but I couldn't eat for 13 hours. Oh. Oh, my. That's miserable, huh? I I can't imagine it. Yeah. I I, I guess what I'm really trying to get across is how fortunate I am as the publisher of The Vegas Voice to have Beverly, Sharon, to have you as part of our family. And no, I'm so happy you. that she <laughs> comes to visit me, period. We, in our old age, we've made a pact because we've been friends for so long. 
that um, we want to see each other as often as we can because, as we all know, as we get older, none of us are promised to, you know, tomorrow. So we just try to get together as often as we can. She lives in Reno, and, mm-hmm. you know, I live here, of course. And so she's visiting me right now, and it's always such a pleasure. We have mm-hmm. so many t- tears of laughter, tears of <laughs> sad. We just, you know, uh-huh. pick up where we left off. We just celebrated her birthday, too. Yeah, I, 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 25. Thank you. Right. A couple of times. A couple of times. <laughs> Ladies, I, I thank you so much for sitting in, for putting up with me, and I wish you guys all the best. Beverly, you. you know how I feel toward you. Thank you, Dan. I'm getting that way toward Sharon. I she's know. always she's a part. The best. She's always a part of our Vegas Voice family. So, Aww. Sharon, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and you, Dan. this is Dan Roberts for Hollywood Memories, and uh, hopefully we will see you next time. Bye bye. Mm-hmm.